This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I think I'm getting a cavity, which is super fun because it's only like $5,000 for someone to fix your mouth bones. Yeah. Gotta love our dental care system, baby. Yay. Is it a system? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and um, I'm just going to say this. Vin Diesel would never run for president. Thank you. Mm, So true. (laughs) Uh, I'm Tess Barker, and... Using your passport because your driver's license has been expired for months is some real hot girl shit. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Victus. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite lady. Ladies and ladies, Welcome to the show, everybody. We're so excited to have you. Also, before we get too far into it, I want to say we have new merch available. Oh my god, so, it's so cute. It I is love so it. cute. Go to the exactly right shop and we've got a uh what do we have we've got a t-shirt we have a cropped sweatshirt that is to die for and we have a really cute dad hat so mm-hmm. yeah it's Go like a lady to lady stuff it's very fun it feels like very like it feels that the kids would really like it and then also um if you're an aunt and you wear it it'll make you cool um, exactly <laughs> There's it's something over. for everyone, I feel. Absolutely. So go exactly. go get some lady to lady stuff. And then when we come on tour to your town, you can wear it and we can be like, oh, my God, that's us. And it'll be Twinsies. very exciting. We can take pics together. Send us your selfies and all of it. Yeah. yeah so we, much we fun. love seeing your runways. It's always awesome. Put it on your pets. You know how you know what to do. Yes. Put it on your pets. Put a hat on your dog. That's uh, why we made it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's bring on our guests. Oh my God, we're so excited. They are also on the Exactly Right Network with their podcast, I Saw What You Did. It's a podcast where they explore a double feature of their favorite movies with a different theme every week. We're so excited to have them on the show. Millie DeCirico and Danielle Henderson. Awesome. Say your guys' names so everyone knows who's who since we have so many ladies now. Oh, Oh, I'm I'm Millie. Hi. I'm Danielle. Thank you, guys. Thanks for being with us. Thank uh, you for having us. I feel like they're just, you know, they're passing us around like the bastard stepchild. Of <laughs> exactly right. No, we, <laughs> asked, we asked for we you. We asked for you. Yeah. Aww, <laughs> no, we wanted that stepchild in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the moment I heard Mrs. Doubtfire, I was like, I feel fucking... Can I Thank cuss you. on this podcast? I feel like oh, yes. oh yeah, no. Thank no, you. No, Millie, you can't cuss on this podcast. We're just known for like talking about shitting your pants in public or like <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> My favorite thing is that Millie will ask, Can I cuss? after she after she already cusses. Of course. 
And then she'll keep doing it. So it's like, don't, you're going to cuss. Don't ask. Just do it. Ask forgiveness. I I like to think like, I try to think of my home as like a place. Like, I feel like if you come over, I want you to feel like it's your home. And I want to have that vibe as a person. Like I want people to know they can cuss in front of me. Like, I hope I give off that vibe. Yeah. (laughs) I would come to your house and just make children cry in the streets. (laughs) I'd be shouting out of windows. I'd be yelling at everybody just because I could. Good. Good. Yeah, you guys have been making doing the rounds on the other Exactly Right podcast, but I feel like, I don't know, this just feels like a good matchup to me. Mm -hmm. So we're very excited to have you along for the ride with us um yeah absolutely were you guys like friends before you started doing your podcast together or like how did how did how did i saw what you did come about we were we were definitely friends um we met like on tumblr live journaly oh, wow. like, like, friends. Online. thank yes. god i'm not the, the only person who has those friends no, I, I, my ex-husband i met my ex-husband on a comic book forum so like i go deep when i go into my my internet friends and friendships and relationships hell yeah um, yeah we were just friends for years and then i i was a freelance journalist for a while and i was on a trip and drove through atlanta and i was like i'm gonna meet millie and she was fucking rad she was so much so rad just as rad in person as she is online if not more so yeah friendship was born we both very stupidly decided to move to la around the same time <laughs> cried to each other for like a year about the adjustment <laughs> The adjustment period, but yeah. And you, you, you're probably better to tell how I saw what you did was bored, Millie, I think. Well, no, I mean, I think it was just like, I had done a podcast with my friend April Richardson, who was a stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, she, we did it, you know, I was basically, we've known each other since high school. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she was like, hey, you want to do a podcast with me? I was like, okay. So I just like showed up to her living room and we ordered dinner and that was kind of like the podcast, right? Um, yeah. But then, you know, I have I've been working in movies for like almost 20 years. And, um, you know, I just was like, oh, we should have another film podcast. Right. Like we should just have another one. Uh, And then I was like, Danielle, Danielle is like the perfect person to go to the movies with because like she also laughs really loud at like really funny shit when no one else. (laughs) Yeah. That's so important. I'm just like, yes. Right. Like I'm that person that like. I'm like, no one else laughed at this, and now I'm just that asshole that, like, <laughs> yeah. But Danielle laughs the exact same time and with the exact same intensity. So I was like, we're going to the movies constantly. And, and weeping. I remember there was, like, at least a month where we saw a movie every week, and we ended up crying in every movie. It was around the time that A Wrinkle in Time came out, and we're like, why are we crying at Oprah? What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> we, we definitely cried at Ad Astra. And <laughs> Wet. <laughs> Wept like goddamn baby, like fountains. Everyone around us is like, "What is a what is happening here? They're having an event. We're just seeing a movie. They're having an experience." Sometimes you, it's just gonna happen, and you don't have control over it. Exactly. You're just like, "I'm in public, and I'm gonna fucking weep, and that's just it." That's yeah. what the dark is for. We're yeah. synced up. We're synced up. It happens. If you don't know what that means, look it up. But. It's a fun moment to share with a friend where you're just like, oh, we're weeping together about, about something that neither of us did. And that feels yeah. great. <laughs> you know what? We were, I... like, we were both like old Brad Pitt is somehow sad to us or something. We were like, of course. <laughs> in space, like in space. Of and course. We were I both dad. dad. His and dad. I think old, old Brad Pitt and that movie remind us of our own mortality, you know? Exactly. So. And yeah. Yet, and yet, like Brad Pitt, like Brad Pitt exists outside of time and space, just like the universe. 
I mean, yeah. he's really pulling on all the strings. That is a very meta movie. Like he's always floating above us and around us. That's what string theory up. is, right? Is okay. You know what? I have to say because I love Brad Pitt. I know he's had he's problematic recently, but like you know, okay, I love the guy. He's problematic recently. Why? Wait, what did I, he do? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't now. I don't want to get into it because I'm like, I, okay, okay. To be, to be honest, I feel like I just saw a headline, so I don't want to go off because I feel like I didn't like read the thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, but like him, and I love astronaut movies. But like, mm-hmm. I think when that movie came out, I had hit the tipping point. I was like, I can't see any more straight white guys be astronauts. I yeah. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It because, was a lot of astronaut yeah. shit. Well, because do you know that a woman has still never been on the moon? Really? That's some bullshit. Yeah. No, that's 100% true. Yeah. Fuck it. We're is, going right no, now. A woman yeah. has still never been on the moon. I no. was at I was at Cape Canaveral at like the uh like like checking out the rockets like a couple of years ago and there's like a hallway that you can walk down that has like the life-size pictures of every astronaut that's been on the moon and as you start walking down this hallway you're like, "Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense." Oh. Oh. Oh, oh God. <laughs> no. I, just, I just started like angry laughing by the end of it. And I was like, really, really, really. And then we got on the this bus uh, to go out to go see like the big rockets across the field, me and my dad. And the uh, there's a bus driver uh, that's driving you out. And this guy is telling space jokes. And one of oh, his no. space, one of his space jokes. And I just I just went, no, I just yelled it loud on the bus. Uh, he just goes, what's the closest a woman has ever come to being on the moon? What? what and he goes when ralph cramden threatened to send his wife there and oh, i just oh, i just started, i just was screaming i was i was like i'm at a, a you're scientists you're all scientists what's happening right now i was also, so managed no. to get a domestic abuse reference yes. in there that's like I, impressive i know i like army crawled off the bus because i was screaming so loud i was <laughs> I mean, wow. to be fair, though, do we even want to go to the moon at this point? It's like I mean, such a man cave. You what know? would it do to our periods? I mean, who even knows? Um, it's a choice. But also, like, I feel like, didn't we just come up with, like, the next, like, I don't know who, Anna Ferris movie? Like, she's the first woman on the moon. Yeah, legally oh astronaut. Yes. Legally astronaut. <laughs> she'll get there and she'll be like, wait, the, t- the, the way the moon controls mm-hmm. the tides is so strong from the foundation that I don't even get a period anymore. What's up? Yeah. The moon solves all. Hell this yeah. is why women have to go to the moon. Like, our bodies are different. We need to find exactly. out what the fuck's going on up there. Yeah. Well, and well, like, there was... also, I just feel like we've been th- put through much for all of time. Like, just mm-hmm. let us go to the fucking moon. Find the money. Go. Send let us, us have to the, the moon. damn moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, small <laughs> request. It's interesting because I can tell you why it took it, like why we we didn't for a long time. It, because like astronauts at first they needed to be jet uh, pilots, and you could only be a jet pilot if you were in the Air Force. And they did not let women into the Air Force at first because there were women pilots during World War II, but they were part of the Army Corps. And then when they formed the Air Force afterwards, they refused to let women in. And also, mm-hmm. all those Army Corps women uh, didn't get any sort of veteran benefits until the eighties. FYI, uh, history is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but so because women couldn't be jet pilots, they were not allowed to become astronauts for the big chunk of the space race even though they secretly tested a bunch of women and we did a lot better in a lot of like the space tests because we're better alone our bodies handled like the gravity better Mm -hmm. uh we can multitask and like being left uh, being left alone we were fine in the 50s imagine imagine being like tell me twice (laughs) yes leave me in a tank alone by myself i don't need to deal with you please absolutely (laughs) 
I am learning many things. One, who knew I'd come on Lady to Lady and be leaving thinking about all the systems of oppression and how they work like wheels within wheels. This, this is the beauty this, of the cast. The yeah, this is how cast. it goes. I have, I have from that from um, Cape Canaveral. I have an Apollo uh, mission pin, which is Apollo or like the moon missions that I wear on my jacket. And whenever I see it, I'm just like, a woman's never been to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that movie Space Camp? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. yes. I'm going up. I am. I truly am. It was a lie. Like everything in the 80s was a fucking lie. No one's going up. No one. Mm-hmm. No ladies are going up. No. Take that movie out of rotation. Instead, what were we doing? Babysitting, like the rest of the 80s protagonists. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. But that is where I learned most of my survival skills, I got to say, because they would throw us in a room 11 years old with five 10-year-olds, and like you're in charge somehow. <laughs> It's true. You're so, like, so you learn, right. You learn <laughs> That's how to survive. A good, great, like. Yeah, that is a great way to learn future skills. I only babysat once. I don't think it went well. Never again. You really- <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Who? <laughs> I don't know who it was. I can't recall. I just remember never getting asked to do it again. <laughs> Wait. You've only babysat one time in your life and you don't remember who it was? Well, like getting paid. Like not like right. a family member. Okay. You okay. know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. I fucking fucked up so bad one time when I was a teenager. I was, I, I took a friend's like babysitting job. Like she couldn't take the gig. So I was like, yeah, I'll babysit. So I go over to this family's house, put the kids to bed. And then I went to a party and I was like, I'm just going to go for a couple hours. Tess. I'll be back. Tess. <laughs> legend. <laughs> Tess is a legend. So I mean, he's like, constantly. And I wish I would have pulled some shit like that. You were right. <laughs> someone that someone that Millie used to babysit for wrote into our show and was oh like, given the deets. Yeah. Yeah. We oh. talked about babysitting on an episode and like, so, and this girl, I remember this because I literally was taking care of three little girls. Like what? One was a in like a baby, like an actual baby that like couldn't sit up, and her two sisters. And um, I was literally like twelve years old, and I did it for like an entire summer. And um, we talked about how crazy that was. Yeah, and she then, was like, "Oh, Millie was awesome. She let us watch kids in the hall." Hell yeah! <laughs> I had yeah. no idea. I w- and I actually was like, "Is she writing us from a jail?" Because honestly, like, I don't know how they grew up. <laughs> if something happened to them, but apparently, she's totally great, and I'm I'm happy that you know it didn't go bad. That's good. So. I think we might want to check in on the ones that Tess left in the house and see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was I forget how, but the parents did find out that I left and it was extremely humiliating. Like they confronted me about it and they confront and I had gotten referred to the job by my friend. So they also outed me to the friend who had gotten me the job. And even my friend was like, Tess, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Oh, that's here's the real question. Oh, that's so much shame. I can't handle it. (laughs) But how was the party? (laughs) Je ne regret rien. Solid. Solid. No regrets. Live your life. Do you, they're not your kids. Figure exactly. What do you you get what you pay for? They probably were paying me like eight dollars an hour. Yeah. What Wait, is that's that's more that's, than minimum wages now. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was saying, that's bad. pretty good actually. Like, okay. They were stayed in that house. I take it all back. <laughs> So you guys recently did this Is It Good or Was I Horny podcast bracket championship. Can you tell us like where this how this got started and what the process was of voting? 
Oh my God. I don't even know where to begin with this because honestly, it was just something we like mentioned very innocuously on an episode because Uh it was that kind of thing where, oh, I know, I remember it was the Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio thing where I basically revealed that I'd never seen Titanic or Romeo and Juliet and people Mm. like shit themselves. They were like, (laughs) I cannot believe this is the most egregious thing I've ever heard in my life. So they were all coming for me. And Mm. then I got on the mic at one point during this episode and said, okay, people calm down like ask yourself you know am i defending (laughs) romeo and juliet because Mm -hmm. it's a good movie or are you just horny like were you just a horny teenager and then it just became this thing and then danielle was like yeah that's the question you need to be asking yourself throughout life is it good my life motto yeah that's a great It's a great that, question. That is a great way to look at everything. I agree. Yeah. Everyone, politicians should stop before they make any choices and like ask themselves Thank something you. similar, you know. Yeah. So you guys got down to cruel intentions and 10 things I hate about you. Did you pick here's, a winner from those two? We did pick a winner. And here's they what I will it. say is it is okay. it was a generational nightmare because <laughs> yeah. the, we let our listeners write in what they wanted to be in the bracket. So we mm-hmm. we voted, we tallied the votes based on who submitted what. Mm-hmm. And it ran the gamut. Our 80s ladies were holding strong with the Outsiders, Labyrinth, like they were really bringing mm-hmm. it. And then you have these Empire Records, 10 Things I Hate About You crowd. Mm-hmm. And it was like dueling banjos of ancestral <laughs> hurt in these films. <laughs> It was an incredible thing to watch. So every time people would get upset about who won a bracket, we're like, you picked it. I'm sorry. Yell at your mom. That's who picked this. Your mom picked this. You picked that. Yell at yeah, each other. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to compare. I see the thi- Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, that's oh, a yeah. horny movie. Yeah, it lots of vampire, wh- lots of vampire movies. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But we did pick a winner, and the winner was Cruel Intentions by a mile. I think that's wow. fair. Yeah, I think that's the whole, yeah. Wait, wait, you can't tell. Good what is horny or both? Yeah, what does winner mean? Yeah. The winner is, it, the movie is so confusing that you can't tell if it was good because <laughs> you might have been too horny. Oh! That it, yes, that is Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. something I hate about you is more cute, I think. That there's like horny moments, but it's not like, it doesn't have that like yeah. ugh, vibe over the whole thing. I no. mean, there's... we had a whole thing about the Cruel Intentions spit string spit on an oh, episode. Yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah. I, I yeah. listened to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that a horny movie may as movie. well have just been called Just We Horny, really. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it was based on dangerous. Anytime someone says, let's do Dangerous Liaison for tots. Like, you're going to get a fucked up movie. Yeah. <laughs> the, kid, the kids bop version. Yeah. It was kids bop Dangerous Liaison. <laughs> like, you were getting some fucked up shit. And I think it was also what was really interesting in, in a fun way was I think that there were there were a number of films, Cruel Intentions, chief among them, that really had people questioning their sexuality for the first time. Mm, and I'm yeah. all for that. I'm like, yeah, bring yeah. that energy to this this bracket. Like, you don't know if you're horny because you don't even know what you're attracted to yet because you're 10. Like, let's bring that into yeah. this. It's just the custer fluck of horniness, saliva, the occasional belly button ring. Oh, a little yeah. bit of Coke in a necklace. Like, nobody knows. <laughs> kids were lawless. <laughs> nobody was washing kids throughout the early 2000s. Oh, they only started God. that last year. It's fine. But wait, yeah. Millie, I have to know. Did you see the Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet? No, I, I haven't. It's on my, so it's on my to-do list. I swear to God. <laughs> I, actually, I actually feel like I would probably watch 
Romeo and Ju- Romeo plus Juliet. Mm-hmm. I'd probably watch that before Titanic, honestly, because Titanic it yes. feels like okay. Titanic's not good. I've only no. seen it. Yeah. I saw it once, maybe ten years ago, because I I I wrote a a chain letter that I tried to make viral on the internet because of how much I hated the phenomenon of Titanic back when I was in like sixth grade. I was like, if you see Titanic, you're gonna go to hell. Send this to ten people so your soul is saved. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember like well, I remember like writing like a tr- like writing a tr- like a whole thing. I, I wrote like why all the actors were bad. I was like Leo's got weird eyes. It was <laughs> a long thing that I think I sent to maybe ten of my dad's friends because it was the only email addresses I had, and I don't think it ever went anywhere beyond that. But I did do the work. Wow, dad's <laughs> yeah. friends are like, yo, you got to get your kid and put him to bed at least an hour earlier. This is not okay. <laughs> This horny, okay, is it good or was I horny? Oh, God. I keep having these moments in the inappropriate times in movies where I'm like, Mm. oh, no, this shouldn't turn me on. (laughs) (laughs) And I think what I've realized, I've talked a little bit on here, is that I'm into a certain thing, into a certain kink or something that I'm Mm -hmm. still, like, figuring out. But that means in parts in movies where I'm like, ugh, like, and I don't want to feel that way, but it happens. And Mm -hmm. most recently... It happened. <laughs> oh no! And it's and this is disgusting for many reasons. Most of oh, all, because oh the movie itself is about like harassing people. But John Lithgow as Roger Ailes in <gasps> Bombshell. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> Bringing that shit. That was a Matryoshka doll. Wow. Barbara Gray, that was a curveball I did not see coming. It was not him. Now give me more let me give you more context. It was not him or what he looked like. It wasn't anything about him. But it was a moment where he was telling a girl to like basically fucking Oh yeah, I know lift up her dress. And I was like, you know, I like it when a guy tells you to do something and I was like, ugh and I was like, I don't want to feel like this right now. Like I didn't Mm. like it. Man, that's (laughs) two of the four members of Third Rock from the Sun. Kristen Johnson better watch her ass. <laughs> so much worse that he was like he's dressed as the, the biggest the huge. <laughs> like I can't. Oh, we we all have those. Look, Millie. At, I don't know if you want to tell your DB Sweeney story, but Millie loves a World War II ghost. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Like, any, any actor that's dressed in like a World War II like bomber jacket, it, it's like for whatever oh, reason, yeah. I'm like that's into sexy. that. Like, and it's not because I work at TCM. I swear to God, but it's basically like you know, I don't know. It's the look. It's the it's the cream. launch pad of it all. For yeah. sure. yes, yeah. it's, the, it's the whole look. And you could literally be like vanilla ice and be uh-huh. in that jacket, and I would be like, okay, let's do this. So I get there's it. some accessories that just, yeah, make a guy look good, and you can't deny it. You know what's so unfortunate is that there was a time period when that accessory was like a thick leather band. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. The Colin so Farrell bad. era. It just had some snaps on it, and it yep. was all sweat and, like, sand under there. You're like, you haven't been to a beach in years. Where'd that come from? I don't know. It just came with the bracelet. Yeah. You don't know how to tie a knot. Get that thing off your wrist. Get that out of here. Uh-uh. That plus the bandana. And I'm like, why is everyone always trying to look like a farmer from the 1900s? Like, it's I think not it's the same thing. thing with the beard and the flannel. It's just, like, no one is doing 
this labor, but they like to look like they do. Yeah, we're <laughs> cosplaying saw, labor now. <laughs> everyone's cosplaying everything now. I went out to, um, I live in LA and I went out to the street to, you know, flash someone. No, I'm just kidding. I went to get my mail. <laughs> and um, I saw this truck just loaded down. It was a Jeep and it had like a big tire on the top and then it had like the gas cans on the side and I when I tell you that the person who came out to get into this vehicle looked like they couldn't lift a piece of loose leaf paper <laughs> we're doing too much we're doing too much get a Prius enjoy your life you don't need to be lifting tires off of jeeps it's not your world no. <laughs> alright guys we have to go buy we have to go price out some uh, leather wristbands we'll be back in yeah, a second BRB. everyone BRB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. <laughs> I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. And I'm Tess. And we're here with Millie and Danielle from I Saw What You Did. Hey. Okay. Guys, we're going to play a game with you. We don't do this very often, but we wanted to break it out for this episode. Mm-hmm. It's a take on Inside the Actor's Studio. We like to call it Inside the Lady. <laughs> I don't, unfortunately don't have the... Pug, or don't have the theme downloaded. But like, to my... imagine the inside the actor theme song right now. I'm hearing yeah. the yeah. horns. I'm yeah. hearing the trumpet. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. So you might know what's about to come. Yeah. <laughs> so what? whatever top of your head, there's no wrong answers here. No right, no wrong answers. <laughs> what is your favorite word? Word. Ooh. I think, I don't, I think vindictiveness. Mm. I don't know why, it just packs a punch. It's got it's a lot of good punch. letters there. Yeah. Says. You could say it nasty. Even when you try to say it nice, there's like a little bit of a nasty, mm-hmm. little nasty ring to it. I kind of like it. Vindictiveness. Vindictiveness. Yeah, Ooh, it sounds vindictive. Very good call. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I Millie? Like it. You know, I, I think it's, for me, it might have to be pejorative. Ooh. And I think it's because it's it was that thing where like I wanted to say it for a long time, but I didn't know how to say it because I didn't know what it meant. And then yeah. once I figured it out, I was like, oh, I'm saying this shit. Like all the time. Um, <laughs> yes. And now and I you just were four love it. years old. <laughs> She's saying pejorative since she was four years old, folks. <laughs> Drunk with pejorative power. <laughs> I like pejorative and vindictiveness when most people are like, fuck, or like balls. Or yeah. my, favorite <laughs> my favorite word is balls. What a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be really funny. I would actually. It would be be pretty funny. It's a fun word to shout when you're having sex, just like vindictiveness. And they're like, "What? (laughs) What is happening right now? You were about to come, and now you're not." Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. What is your least favorite word? 
Man? Oh, God, that came out way too quickly. I'm going to let it sit. I'm not even going to try yeah, no, to yeah. fix it. No further, yeah, no explanation needed. Fair. Totally fair. <laughs> oh, my God. What is my least favorite word? Shit. Um, there it is. Yeah. No, I actually love shit. Um, probably, like, sandwich. Is that, like, that's kind of like a bastardization of a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I sam- love that. Sandwich. Like, any kind of, like, baby, like, thing that was taking, I don't know. I just, sandwich bothers the shit out of me. So Yeah. yeah it, it's kind of, like, got, like, a... A, a wet mouth feel to it. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm watching you eat the sandwich while you no. say the word Aww. sandwich. Yeah, it, it makes you feel like there's like crumbs in their mouth that they're clearing out. Yeah, yeah. it mm. does get just really awkward when when like slang words are cutesy and become overused, and then you're like, Ugh, I can't, don't do this. Uh, that whole <laughs> yeah. I can has phase. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just wanted to walk into the sea for like two solid years. I've been watching like Bar Rescue lately is just, you know, the the stupid reality (laughs) show I currently am using to get through the day. How's how's, uh, John Tapper doing it for you? It feels like he's got big Roger Ailes, this John Lithgow energy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not turned on by him looks wise, but I do admire his strength. Um, (laughs) His neck is so strong. His His neck neck is insane. But it's actually really funny because we found a season of a show called uh, Wedding or Marriage Rescue where they tried to employ the exact same tactics. (gasps) With the same host? The same host. He just shows up at like a beach resort and they're like, oh, it's you? (laughs) And then he like stands there while they redo their vows. It's a a fucking crazy show. But um, Is it just one episode? It's Mary? it's a season, but like six okay. episodes. You can tell okay. it, got, it went nowhere, and they never right. did anything with it. But it's funny because wow. a lot of the episodes I'm watching are from pretty, you know, they're from like ten years ago. So the stuff that was trendy then is all the stuff that they're doing. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. he opens a fucking steampunk bar, and like he's it's like mustaches everywhere, and it's all that shit that was trendy, and like bacon, and I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing to watch. It just feels so uncomfortable. As a culture, as a culture. Yeah. Yeah. That really happened. They yeah. really went for it. The oh bacon God. and mustache lobby went Man, hard a lot that of, year. There's a lot of people in these streets with a mustache tattoo on that finger. That, oh, um, yeah. Gotta hide oh my God. that they also, I feel yeah. like if you have a mustache tattoo on your finger, you probably have a lot of going out shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was some big going out shirt energy back then. Yes. <laughs> well, how do, you, how do you wino forever, though, a mustache tattoo? Like, how do you fix it to make it look That's, like not a mustache tattoo? Uh, That's a good, good question. question. I guess I mean, you can I think just it... a black bar, and then it's, like, more mysterious. <laughs> you know what? I, if I'd, I was just, like, imagining if I had it. Have you, I, This is the dumbest visual joke. It's so dumb, but it makes me laugh every time I see it. Okay. Do you guys know that bumper sticker where it's a stick figure fucking in the word it? No. Did you? No. Is this a fever dream? What's happening right now? It's supposed to say fuck it. It says fuck it, and it's just like a stick figure fucking the word it, and it makes me laugh so hard every time I see it. Oh <laughs> and I think that's what I would do if I had a mustache. I would turn it into a stick figure fucking the word it. Beautiful. That is so beautiful. That is like the the most 
I mean, because you, you can't do much with that real estate. So I no. like that you thought about the whole finger. Like, we're getting everyone involved. We're turning yeah. this into a party. Exactly. <laughs> I, this exactly. is just reminding me, like, you know, of the... Of Lyft when it started making everyone put those mustaches on their cars. Oh, those real big mustaches. ones, those too. Pink those ones. Huge pink ones. Mm-hmm. But also, when Lyft started, me and my boyfriend were talking about this the other day how they did the fist bump thing, how yeah. the driver was supposed to fist <gasps> you ha- bump you everyone who got in. And I was yeah. like, holy shit, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, no, yeah. they made they made you, dude. They made you. It was crazy. I was because, living in Seattle yeah. when when that happened, when Lyft became a thing, and just imagine that wet, soggy pink mustache on every car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but sorry, you were going to say about the fist bumps. They made you do it. They made you do it because also all of the employees in the cities that worked for like Lyft corporate, they would take lifts everywhere, and like they would tell you because <gasps> I was a former Lyft driver. If they got into a car and you did not offer a fist bump, you would lose they points. They were like and stars secret and shoppers for fist yeah. bumps. They were secret shopping the fist bumps. So you had <laughs> oh to like, my God. you had to be like, hey, fist bump to everybody because you like might lose your gig if you didn't fist bump. Okay. I know it's been a tough year, but I have <laughs> not been this shocked in ages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember driving like the CEO's uh, assistant or something one time. He was like, you're really good. Your car is really fun. And I was like, thanks. I'm just doing this because uh, we don't just, pay artists. Yeah, like the fact uh, that they made people do that. Like, and now obviously you think about, after, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, for, with the pandemic and you're like, how the no. fuck was that ever yeah. a thing? Like, that's no. so crazy. Well, but like the mustache especially is such an obviously... Mm-hmm. idiotic idea like how did that make it past the sketch phase how did no one look at that and think maybe that's a terrible fucking idea to affix a giant furry object onto the front yeah. of a moving vehicle yeah yeah i would have i also i had so they they could do it the way that the mustache was set up on the back you would have to twist it on so it was really hard to get it off so i hooked mine on i jerry-rigged mine with um two d clips instead yeah. so whenever i hit the highway it would fly up on the hood (laughs) (laughs) but this is not just a ride this is an adventure i would love to see a rogue mustache out there right now though a rogue pink mustache on a car yo i still have mine i still have mine it's like in a box at my shed because i'm always like someday this is gonna come in handy (laughs) i wonder what that goes for online you gotta you gotta look into this i'm sure you're gonna open that box and it's just gonna be like a bunch of pink dust motes are gonna fly out one day and you're like it wasn't meant to be <laughs> yeah that's probably it true. was a, a, a lovely dream remember people also used to put those fucking eyelash things on their car oh, lights oh yeah yeah car, like car accessories are so weird so eyelashes, weird so i guess weird. they're so the antlers i guess the antlers of christmas are the most acceptable ones but it's still mm-hmm. just what are you doing why do right. i need to know that you like ant, like christmas <laughs> Well, and like, needless to say, truck nuts. Yes. (laughs) Truck nuts have gone wild. I don't know if you're aware of this. Really? Truck nuts have veins now. What? Mm. Truck nuts are off the chain. Truck nuts, I'm telling you, I don't know. I can't tell you how I know this. It's weird to like feminize or to put balls on your. I don't. What? Okay. Look at the fucking dick on my car. (laughs) Someone is like the creative director at Truck Nuts Incorporated, and someone has to like approve a final draft of the Truck Nut veins. I bet it's like a former executive at Real Dolls. He's like, you know what this means? Veins. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh wow, yeah, I've seen some very realistic looking ones. Wow. Do you uh, think so? Oh, again, I'm going to say this makes me want to put this on my cart. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh what about God. a truck? Yeah. Truck Volve or something. I think a butthole. It's because it's in the place of oh, a butthole. It should just be a butthole in the back of the car. And then we truck, all, yeah, truck we holes. all have buttholes. Sh- Sharks. Pop, nice. pipe. Pipe, yeah. pop it right in there. You can have fun sounds coming out of it. It'll be great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in for this. Here's I think what we you should do. start a competing business. You do. Remember how like in the 90s, people would take Toyotas and like block out certain letters. You get yep. one and you make it say toy. And toy then an arrow to- points down to the butthole. Listen, this is being born right? here. You got a merch shop. Let's do you it. You got merch. Yeah. Mer- merch. Yeah. We have too many merch ideas. I want someone to just go to Exactly Right and be like, you know what we need? Truck nuts. Yeah. For every show. Let's please yeah. God. Let's we're pitching this. I truck guys, nuts and nothing truck holes. says this network like truck nuts on truck yeah. nuts and buttholes, guys. <laughs> truck nuts you and buttholes. Guys listening can tag Karen and Georgia and let them know <laughs> that two of their podcasts are interested in custom mm-hmm. truck nuts for their shows. Yeah. We would new, love that. Mer- stay sexy and don't get truck, truck nuts. nuts. Yes. <laughs> stay sexy and do get trunk truck nuts. Okay. Yeah. We said truck nuts too many times. Okay. It's my least Okay, next word. question. Okay. Inside the lady. What turns you on? Hmm. Doesn't have Besides to be sexual. cruel intentions. Mm. Besides cruel intentions. I yes. think the non-sexual response is um, probably someone who's been through therapy of any kind. Mm-hmm. And can ex- that's a, that's a huge turn on for me. Like you have yeah. to yeah. know how to express your shit to me or someone else, preferably to me. But I like I like a guy who can talk. I like a guy who can who can say what he's got to say. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mine is I think somebody who when you talk about going on vacation, they are like already researching information um. about the fucking flights, the hotels, the mileage, everything. Like somebody who's a planner. I love a vacation planner. Mm. Yes. Ooh, logistics, baby. Feeling. Yes. Logistics. Are you a vacation planner or do you like to have that person so that you don't have to do it? No, I'm that person. And I would you be are like, that if I met another one of me where we're yep. both, we create the Google Doc on the mm-hmm. same day, oh, that'd be like sexy. the cutest yes. thing ever. Oh, that's adorable. I know. That's a good meet cute. Where'd you meet? Google Docs. What? <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, we, we were trying to plan our national parks vacation, and we both showed up at the same document. <laughs> I think in terms of physicality, though, don't approach me if you don't have gray hair. I'm very attractive oh, yeah. to an mm-hmm. older looking dude. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Gray hair is, is really hot. That's definitely, right? there's something yeah. about it. But yeah, I that's get, very like, attractive. Absolutely. And like, especially what's his fuck. You guys know who I'm talking about. Mad Men. <laughs> oh, ham. Oh yeah. Roger. No, ham. Ham is obviously. Oh, a oh show, Sil- but Silver Fox. Roger. Silver Fox. Yeah. Silver yeah, Fox. Yeah. My sister and I just like only call him Silver Fox. That's why I'm like, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> John Slattery. Oh, John, John Slattery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but he then... can slatter me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just, exactly. I want to see from miles away that you've lived a life. Like, let me mm. just see in your mm-hmm. face and head that like something, some things have happened to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a turn on. Yeah. yeah, this is all going th- into my therapist uh, file as well. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I said earlier that Brad Pitt exists out of t- exists out of time because he just keeps he's like leather. He just keeps aging into being Brad Pitt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say that. Like, I, I said this when I saw um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
I never found Brad Pitt. I never found Brad Pitt attractive. Honestly, like not okay. was not my guy. As much as I saw like Thelma and Louise and Interview with a Vampire or whatever, I don't even know. Um, but I, when he, when I saw him like with like sun damage on his yeah. chest with it like shitty same. tattoo, mm-hmm. I was Fully like, same. oh no, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you're not pretty anymore. Ooh. Like, oh shit. And I I mean it was like I was like having a moment when I saw him like on the roof smoking oh, cigarettes yes. with no shirt on and I was like, and they, Oh god. They did not have to give us that scene. If you take that scene out of the no. movie, the movie just keeps going. It is no. completely and, You know what? Quentin Tarantino gets a lot of shit, but I would like to thank him right here and now for the amount of screen time that Brad Pitt was not wearing a shirt in that movie. Look, yes. sun damage and gray hair. And you wonder why we're single, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And listen, if, if if Tarantino has his foot fetish thing, if I was a director, I'd be putting sun damaged ch- older men's chest on roofs. That would be my fucking Easter egg for every you film. You do. You do have a sun damage. Because Robert Redford, when we watched The yes. Way You Were. Ooh, gorgeous. Oh. And he's so playing gorgeous. volleyball in full jeans, and you're like, yeah, but wait. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's totally getting the sun damage thing now. I get, like, he's pre-Sundance catalog. Sundance. <laughs> my, my guy is like, if you look like you were drunk on a boat in the 1970s. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my like, guy. Like, burnt to a crisp, jacket. crispy skin mm. <laughs> give me that well, red richard dreyfus and jaws with the beard like in the sweat oh yeah <laughs> just lobster red <laughs> because it shows Hell that you've yeah. lived yes <laughs> i think th- i think one of the cutest uh i don't know if he counts as having gray hair but springsteen man i think oh, he looks he's great yeah he's, he's, like, he's like a piece of really like well. a, yeah i don't know how to describe he's like a piece of uh like a piece of cake that's just been rolled in gravel yes i don't know i just i like it yeah i like it there's something like so gravelly about it's gonna him be gritty to but you like it yeah it's gonna be yeah. gritty but you're gonna eat it it's great mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah eat is it. it artsy and gritty at the same it's like you have calluses and they're probably from guitar but it might be from a shovel too maybe you exactly. know <laughs> feels good you might own a shovel it's you might own a shovel. he for sure doesn't fix his own car but he probably knows how to change the oil yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's a skill yeah. you never. It's a skill you never lose. And he definitely had to like change oil in the snow, going uphill. Like he's he's done it. Exactly. Exactly. How else was he going to get out of New Jersey? The I thing mean, that I, every single one of the songs is about. That's the final boss. Like the final boss is you have to that's change boss. oil on a rig. Yeah, on the turnpike. And that's why he's to called the boss. The boss? Yeah, that's yeah. It. No one else has that done would it be since. a great video game. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that should be a video game. How do you become Bruce Springsteen? Yes. I'd play that game in a that heartbeat. That sounds like one of those old terrible games like oh, in the God. 80s where yeah. just nothing happened. Like the Michael Jackson game with the records. And, like, oh, yeah. God. It's called Born to Run, and it's just him finding bandanas for his jeans that are too tight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I spent so much of my childhood trying to figure out why the women in my life thought the men that they thought were sexy were sexy. It was like a very Tom Selleck, like yeah. it was a very like hair thatch, like George Michael time. And I'm like, why are th- why is this attractiveness? I'm only seven. Please explain it to me. Yeah. And they couldn't. They were too busy screaming and throwing beer on each other. Like they were just too <laughs> wild. I just grew up mm-hmm. too, too wild. Too I know wild. what you mean. Like, yeah, I feel like when you're a kid, Tom Selleck is the perfect example where like adult women would like swoon. But like a mustache is kind of like a Stilton <sighs> cheese. Like it's not for kids. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a re- it's definitely an acquired taste as you get older. 100%. Yeah. I will say though, I did I visited my family this weekend and my niece who is 5 told me she has a crush on my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> oh. Which I was like, "Oh my god." And she was like, "Are you going to tell him?" And I was like, "I guess." <laughs> Wow, she's like throwing down the gauntlet. Like, are we she doing is. this or what? She's like, and then, and then I, I, you know, he was in the other room, so I went and told him. He was like, "Oh, that's cute." And I came back out, and she's like, "Did you tell him what he oh. say?" Oh. Like, I said, he, he, I said, "Oh, he said that's sweet," and she was just silent. Oh. <laughs> She's like, Adam, oh, God, give me flowers or something. Jeez. <laughs> it was really cute. And she kept like Terrible. hanging out around him and just talking. And like, I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I could just see. I'm like, oh, she's going to be just like me. Like, she is your niece. So yeah. Yeah. She's got- last question. What? We didn't get to all of them. Which one should we ask? What do you guys think is the best one? Um, I guess the last one, huh? Y- yeah. I like this one. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, snap. Holy shit. That's a good answer. I mean, it's good that you guys have to think about it, which means you like what you do. I really like what I do. Because the first thing that came to mind was lager, and I do not know why. I'm afraid of heights. (laughs) You just want those lumberjacks. (laughs) I know. I'm like, we said lumberjacks. Maybe that's it. What job would I do? You know, I wouldn't mind if I could, like if I had the brain power for it, I wouldn't mind being like a biochemist or something like that. Mm. Mm, like someone who got to like just sit and pour things in tubes all day because that's what they do right they don't figure out vaccines and shit they just pour things in tubes and dump it out it's mostly just not spilling yeah yeah Yeah. i kind of know it's very yeah like i I see that because it is just like that's just another echelon of people that are constantly doing things to like hopefully better the world or just they're working Mm -hmm. quietly in the background doing all the shit that's going to change you know our lives and it fits in well with like you know my i'm i'm I suffer from depression. It's like if you fail at something nobody knows but you, you can just beat yourself up all day long because you didn't find the cure for cancer. And then you got to go to work tomorrow anyway. This yeah. is depressing. I'm sorry. This is a downer of an answer. But I would be a bio, a failed biochemist. Like fucking, what's his name from Back to the Future? Dude, Doc Brown had a cool house. Doc Brown. I would be, I would be Doc Brown. <laughs> it's a great you great invent answer. time travel that's all yeah, right that's huge that's huge <laughs> man i don't even know honestly like logger for me i think i'm in that direction because honestly i want i would do something that's not related to film whatsoever like i need to be mm-hmm. around people who don't fucking watch movies um <laughs> so i to me i'd be a fucking truck driver to be honest like i really would i think i would like that because i like to drive I like to be by myself. I love CB radio. I love talking shit on CB radio. Um, (laughs) And also, like, I mean, I'm from Georgia, so I've watched Smoking the Bandit, like, a thousand times. And I've always been like, oh, I could fucking, I would love that shit. I would love, like, being in Smoking the Bandit. Um, So I would, yeah, I would say anything that involves the outdoors and I get to be alone a lot. Um, and not and not talk <laughs> about films. Uh, ever. So what you want to be is Bear Grylls. <laughs> yes. If I had if I had the body of Bear Grylls, fuck, I'd be I wouldn't even be here right now. I'd be like out. <laughs> also, you know, yeah, a, a great buddy comedy like the failed biochemist and Bear Grylls just oh my God. <laughs> taking and he, on yeah. the world. 
Bear girls would be trying to teach me to like catch fish with my teeth. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, man, there's got to be an easier way. And I'd be trying to build some kind of fishing pole out of like sand and rocks and lightning. It'd be great. Oh my God. If I knew how, like, I watched an episode a long time ago when he was, I don't even know what he's doing now. I think he's still outside, right? But before, like 10, <laughs> 15 years ago, when he was like doing all that like survival skill shit that was basically like, oh, here's what happens if you're at the top of a like a thousand foot waterfall and you want to survive. And I was like, holy shit, this is good information. Like, yeah. how the fuck do you yeah. survive, you know? And so I was like, if I knew shit like that, man, I would be like, I'd be sad. <laughs> I wouldn't need to be, you know, doing I mean, pushing people shit. off of waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's very appealing when you're, I think a lot of people have this fantasy, no matter what your job is, but in entertainment, whatever, to just be like, yeah, I would just be totally outside. Like, the, as far away from this thing as possible, yeah. not looking oh, yeah. at screens all day, not doing any of that mm-hmm. shit, just yeah. being outside. I, yeah. I, I, I at least a few times a year have the fantasy of doing like the into the wild, but with a happy ending. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No poison berries. Yeah, no poison berries. Like, I'll just bring a huge ass thing of cliff bars. Give me a stack of books and a bus to sleep in. I'm fine. Yeah. Give me some weed. I'm fine. I lived in Alaska for four years. You could just go there and do that. Like, that is, that is what it's like. You show up, they give you a bus, and they're like, good luck. Really? <laughs> yeah. You should tell them, like, honestly, like, one of the, my, my favorite things about Danielle is that she wrote this article once about dating in Alaska, and I was like, this is fascinating shit. Like, honestly. Oh, like, my God. Oh. Tell us. Give us yeah, some, what's yeah. the deal? Some I'll, give you, I'll give you a couple of highlights. So, um, I dated a lot of dudes there who had um, fewer fingers than they were born with. That was interesting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, multiple? I, multiple. <laughs> multiple. So this was like an axe? Like, what? what's the... Okay. Oh, this is like, you know, I'm fishing and the line got caught and it, it lost circulation, like multiple. I mean, idiots, you know. Wow. I dated a lot of idiots. <laughs> but um, a fire paratrooper, I was fishing with some friends and they were like doing drills where they just, you know, the people who jump out of shit mm-hmm. to fight fires deep in the wilderness. Um it was kind of wild. I was like a little hothouse flower in, in, in Alaska because I'm like, you know, I'm tall. I'm six foot tall. I got freckles here. I'm yes. a mess. I'm no, I'm like a ghoul here in Alaska. <laughs> they're like, holy shit. We've never seen a black person before. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> and there's yeah, more, way like more men than women. That's what I was right? going to say. There's yeah. way wow. more men in Alaska, right? Yeah. I think, I don't think that's true anymore, but it was true then. It was true then. And there is a saying in Alaska that is completely true, which is the odds are good. But the goods are odd. (laughs) (laughs) And it is true. And I've, I mean, it was the drunkest time of my life. I just, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I I I don't know what that, I'm trying to think of what that LA saying would be like. The odds are bad and also everyone sucks. Maybe that's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The odds are bad and you will be judged. (laughs) Every step of it. <laughs> All right, oh, you to... didn't wear high heels to the fucking grocery store? Get out of here. <laughs> That's a strike against you. Basically. <laughs> We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back, y'all. Everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Millie and Danielle. Yay! Woo. Okay, we're gonna do a lady problem. If you have one, you can send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. 
or leave us a message at 323-6-BUT-30. And we do, we have been getting lots of messages, which is awesome. So don't be in distress if you don't hear yours anytime soon. We are trying to get to all of them. Lady, lady problems. Lady, lady problems. Lady problems, do you have them? Lady problems. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we got. She left us another message to say her name is Danny. So here's Danny's lady problem. My girls. My girls. My girls. I fucking love you guys. I have a lady problem that is just. Uh, so when. How. How are you supposed to know what the fuck to do with your life? I'm 28 years old been in college forever i try all these different avenues to see what i like and i i don't know i don't know and uh my fucking husband and i have been fighting all the time we've been together for like seven years and we're trying really hard to keep it together and do stuff together and on top of that living at my dad's house because I'm 28 and I can't afford to have, buy a house, even though my husband has a good job. And I don't know. I'm getting scared that I'm turning 30 soon in like two years. And is life going to get fucking better? Like, is my popcorn kernel going to pop or am I just going to be the dry one that gets almost breaks people's teeth at like the very end? Like, is are things going to get better? Like, am I going to fucking finally find this thing or am I never going to find the thing is it okay if I never find the thing like I don't know I just feel so much pressure and I just woke up and I have a headache and my dog has fucking heart failure and I have to wake up every couple hours and give him medicine and it's been a whole fucking thing and uh, listening to you guys makes me happy though so just want to say thank you for making me laugh during all this oh my god Danny my heart Danny, we love you too. <laughs> Thank you for right sending that in. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm going to okay. say you're you're obviously going through a lot right now. So I yeah. hope that like on the surface you can, or not even on the surface, that you can give yourself a little bit of like time and compassion because I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned for myself is that when I'm going through a lot, like it's like okay, it's okay to just focus on one or two things right now, right now, and mm-hmm. I don't have to like figure it all out at the same fucking time, you mm-hmm. know. So try to give yourself some like breathing space if possible because that sounds sure. like you're going through some hard shit without the huge question of, you know, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Well, and I, I feel like 28 is also like the age where like there if you believe in woo-woo stuff, there's a thing called Saturn return. I think either way, like 28 is a hard time because it's right before you turn 30. 30 feels this like massive pressurey moment and like once it happens then you feel I mean, everyone's ever heard this like once you're in your 30s, things feel so much better, but like the lead up to it is mm-hmm. awful because you're like well i've been in the real world enough that i feel like i should have my shit together and now i feel like the, the first of the clocks that come at you <laughs> is the 30 clock i think <laughs> and it's 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 shitty bullshit pressure that we that the society puts on us but it is like i think such a universal thing that it's that age that time in everyone's life sucks i think almost universally <laughs> 
Oh, completely. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I feel for Danny so yeah. much because I feel like we've all been there and mm-hmm. it's a hard time in the world and a hard time in your life. And it feels that feels impossible. It feels impossible when that's happening. Like you can't even find hope outside of your own house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, and I don't, I'm not usually the kind of person who's like, let me give you some, some advice based on my life. Cause I am an, a disaster, but I will <laughs> say I went back to college when I was 30. I worked a bunch of like coffee shop, menial bartending kind of jobs before that. And just moved around, no plan, no idea how, like my, my goal was survival. Um, Went back to school when I was 30, kind of started to put together a plan, did not work out, totally blew up my fucking face, divorced the whole nine. Um, I figured out what I wanted to do when I was like 40. And I know that might not seem like a good thing right now. (laughs) That might not be so you're like, another 10 years? Fuck this asshole. (laughs) But I say that to say that you don't have to figure anything out right now because the timelines that you're using are arbitrary. Like the timelines Mm -hmm. that you're putting yourself up against are arbitrary. You can do anything you want at any age. Um, The goal should be your happiness. And the goal should be finding things that give you joy every day. And if it's your, if your husband, if you're fighting with your partner, then figure that out, you know, like figure out how, mm-hmm. how to be together and not fight or figure out the, like, you know, like Babs was saying, figure out the one foot in front of the other kind of steps instead of the whole life plan. But mm-hmm. I don't know, my plan, my life didn't come together by stressing out about when it would come together. It came together just by doing shit that made me happy and mm-hmm. kind of finally finding one of the things that made me happy to chase a little bit more than the others. I love that. Yeah. Like, I think it's like, especially when you feel like you're in a, I I think my advice is just like, do fun shit. Like, I feel like when you're like in a rut and you're coming down on yourself, it's so easy to think, Oh, I don't deserve that. I haven't earned that thing. Mm -hmm. So I I don't pursue that interest or I'm not going to invest a little bit in that thing that I think might be cool or fun. So Mm -hmm. that's how you're going to find the thing that you love. And like, I fucking like learned how to skateboard after I was 30. I read all the Harry Potters in my 30s. Like you're never too old to like, just there's no deadline where they're like, you're may actually maybe there is. And I just don't adhere to it, but uh... <laughs> I don't think there is. <laughs> well, I think like, you know, it, we had um, a listener wrote in recently about like her flower, you know, how she was doing floral work on the side and she mm-hmm. was wondering if it should become full time. And like one thing I said was I was just kind of like, yeah, if you want to do that, but like don't feel, I feel like we do put that pressure on people mm-hmm. to be like, you have to do something unique and like you have to become a cupcake fucking person. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why yeah. I'm saying that. I mean, this is an example from like rom-coms, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah. But I think mm-hmm. like there is that pressure to be like, what quirky unique thing are you going to do with your life? And mm-hmm. it is like, it's just not realistic. You know, no. a lot of us are going to, work jobs to pay the bills and then hopefully find other shit we want to do with our life. Like that's just the odds of it. So if you can find not even necessarily the stuff that pays your bills, but the stuff that you like to do aside from that, you're still going to be very lucky. And I think hopefully fulfilled from those things. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot. I mean, and then the other thing, too, is that like for me, like when I tr- when I was like that age, when I was 28, I was really stressing out about 30, thinking that I had to have all the shit set up at 30. And then I thought the same thing at 30. And mm-hmm. then I mean, so basically it's a thing where like you don't even know it until you're 10 years out. So basically, like I was stressed out about 30 at 20. I was stressed out about 
you know, 30 at 40 and now I'm 40 and I'm like, oh, I literally don't give a shit. Like I just, do, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's change. Mm-hmm. And like, and then there are people further down the line from me that say, oh, like once you turn 50, it's like, forget everything in your 40s. And I'm like, it just keeps getting better and better. How the fuck is that possible? So, you know, I mean, sometimes it works out that way. And like you said, Saturn return is a big thing. I actually, I had mm-hmm. a hardcore one when I was like, again, 28, 29. Yeah. But, you know, it all, I think you, the less pressure that you put on yourself to have certain things set up at a certain age, mm-hmm. the better you'll mm-hmm. feel. Because it, it is super fake. Age is almost yeah. as fake as money. Yeah. Honestly, it's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, it makes sense. Just, just hug that dog. Spend as much time as you can. Yes. Hugging yeah. that little dog and having yeah, it. find and some like bright test, spots. Yeah, do fun yeah. stuff. Do different stuff. You know, I think I would, I would like when you have the time to do it, mm-hmm. put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit, just in doing new things, and mm-hmm. you'd be shocked at like the way that you can learn more about yourself. And I mean, I think it's important to learn what you don't like just as much as what you do. Oh like. yeah, like, there's so many yeah. things, a type of person I thought I was going to be that I've just been like, oh, that's not me, and it's like yeah. really comfortable mm-hmm. to just know that now. For sure. And just like you have value, even if you are not producing things for society. And it is a thing that we have to constantly beat into our heads because society wants us to believe that you have to constantly be contributing every ounce of your body back to it. But no, you are allowed to just be like a person that has a job that pays the bills and like has a couple of hobbies you like and, you know, hugs their dog and has a nice Thursday, (laughs) you know, that you are allowed to do that. (laughs) Oh, that's good advice. I like I'm going to use that myself. I can just have a goddamn Thursday. Damn straight. (laughs) Well, good luck, Danny. I'm sorry you're going through it so hard right now. And, you know, we love you. And uh, you're going to, yeah, you're going to be okay. 28 is a tough one, but you're definitely going to get through it. Yeah. Maybe get a tattoo or something. Also, at least you're you're going through 28 during a a horrible time. So everybody is having a bad time. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, (laughs) no one's crushing it. (laughs) And if you are, fuck off. Yeah, we don't want to hear about Wait, it. Is, is, can't, we, can't we go back outside soon? I don't know. We'll talk off mic. Okay. <laughs> okay, we got another uh, quickie uh, lady problem to round out the show. Okay. Hello. So my lady problem is that I need to get a gift for a lady, my best friend lady. Um, we are celebrating 10 years, which is very exciting, coming up. And keeping in that kind of tradition, we are going... When I say tradition, I mean, this is the first time we've ever done something like this. So regardless, <laughs> we're getting each other tin gifts, like T-I-N for T-E-N years, right? So um, right, all the things that I can think to get her, she already has, right? She already has tea and tea, tin teas, tin tea tins. <laughs> she already has, right, like cookware that's tin she already has sewing things that are tin so just like give me some tin things that aren't like weird couple anniversary ideas thank you bye-bye Aww. wow you guys really <laughs> screwed yourself over in this assignment yeah <laughs> also really... i gotta say first thing that came to mind tin butt plugs what's wrong with me i don't know. <laughs> i <laughs> mean you know perfect. what i'm guessing might be made out of tin that you could find truck nuts mm-hmm. you can get those engraved get them engraved right on the vein (laughs) one on each scrot yeah (laughs) hell yeah i feel like is this wrong but i guess i'm like imagining i guess that's more like metal like i mean tin is metal right but it's just 
Yeah, it's like a light metal kind of. Yeah. 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 I mean, what about okay, have you guys seen sometimes at like antique shops they have like old Coke cans that they like carve into airplanes and stuff? That's yeah. kind of what I'm imagining, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like and this is maybe like a little bit corny, but like you know how like that uh, the like tin cans of the string that is like the phone call. <gasps> yes. Like, what if you got each other one because you've been best friends for ten years? So it's like I this is that. this That's is like cute. our communication for That's 10 years. adorable. Oh, yeah, I want that. Me too. Yeah. If only I could keep a friend for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, Millie, you better watch out. I was gonna say you better keep it for as long as we're contractually obligated to be. <laughs> <laughs> I will say about a podcast that's in writing. Absolutely, <laughs> professional friendship. I just friendship. googled it. I googled it, and there is a Pinterest board called "Recycled Art from Soda Cans" that has some really fun ideas mm. for planters mm. and for other stuff. Ooh. There's a some fish thing made out of tin. Just go on Etsy and put in tin, and there's some weird <laughs> shit, I'm sure. <laughs> Someone's made. Yeah, I always feel like there's tin art at like every antique store in like a little small quirky town. Like it's very country cottage, yes. Yes, very yeah. much so. Like very like mm-hmm. roosters made of like tin pie things or whatever. That's totally what I'm thinking yeah. too. Those yeah. rooster things that like go on your front lawn or something. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. usually like buy a Gatorade too. Yeah. Yeah. Gatorade also, and the rooster. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. There's well, there's the Tin Man from uh Wizard of Wizard Oz. Of Oz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could do something with that or like he was looking for a heart. There's something there potentially maybe. Yeah, you um, could get her if like hook her up with one of those guys who dresses up like the robot on the street. Yeah, get her a Tin Man to tin come and man? perform for her. Oh, maybe okay. that's good. Is there Tin Man strippers? Sorry, I don't know this. Dude, that's the move. Maybe. Get her a Tin Man stripper. Yes. <gasps> yes. All right, I'm inviting Just myself peeling, to this party. Mm-hmm. Peeling pieces of metal <laughs> seductively. <laughs> Just clank into the ground while he's grinding. Just like, piece just like it, like, yeah, the middle's just like a barrel, so that's just one kind of. That has done. to be the last one to go. Obviously, yeah. that's the big reveal. She just like gives her gives her a can opener to just like open it up. Oh, yeah. oh that's sexy. I mean, I am seeing a Dr Pepper wreath that someone made. I don't know. If she's seen that, if she loves Dr Pepper, hey, that's a thing that you could do. <laughs> Maybe just I don't, like get a get a can of tuna and just open it at both ends and bangle, boom, done. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, oh maybe God. you can wash it. Bangle. Speaking of bangles, I just have to brag real quick. This is not tin related, but it's bangle related. Okay. I have. Well, fla- I have a flask that's a bangle, and like cannot recommend that highly enough. It is. The be- like Google. It's really cute. First it's, of all, it's very yeah. cute. I was very cute. Say. It's really cute. It's rose gold, and it's just like this big rose gold bracelet, and it fits like a couple, you know, doses of Jack Daniels oh, in it. Wow. <laughs> I love. <laughs> doses. I love a sneaky whiskey. I love it. And doses of Jack Daniels is now how I will always refer to it. Give me that dose. Well, I, I gotta like, say, it's not like, quite dose a drink it. at this point. If I'm drinking it out of my jewelry, it's a dose. <laughs> yeah that's like tin adjacent i feel like you could get away with that gift probably mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure <laughs> but good luck let us know i mean it's cute that you guys are celebrating that's the whole love thing it. anyway oh. just like i would yeah, you know i, I know that. that tin is the thing but put together some kind of like slideshow or photos from your oh, you know yes. from your last 10 years and i feel like whatever you do is going to be fun 
Yeah, I love having a friend anniversary too. That's really sweet to be able to pinpoint like when you became friends. I love that. That is really cute. Yeah. I like it. Awesome. Okay. Millie, Danielle, tell everyone where they can find you guys online. I mean, they can check out the podcast on the Exactly Right Network, but what else would you like to shout out? I'm only going to shout out the podcast because I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. I'm like done <laughs> with social Fair. media. I'm like, you find, <laughs> find us at I Saw What You Did Pod at Gmail, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at I Saw What You Did. Love it. Perfect. All right. Thanks, guys. And yeah, go check out their podcast. And if you are a Patreon member or a Stitcher, Stitcher Premium. My brain just stopped working. If you're a Patreon <laughs> member or a Stitcher Premium person, you can check out all the fun extra bonus stuff we have. Uh, we do like extra bonus segments on Fridays. We do one bonus episode a month. So check out all that stuff at stitcherpremium.com or at patreon.com slash lady to lady. We'll see you guys next time. And check out our merch. Yay. Yay. Woohoo. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Three, two, three. Six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. My name's Camille. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for a couple months now, and I've been listening to it in reverse order. So it's been a little bit trippy to go from pandemic mode to non-pandemic mode. But I just want to thank you. Um, I've fallen into some hard times recently, and your podcast has really gotten me through. Um, I relate to all three of you wonderful ladies and um I've I've gone from a conventional nine to five to a more unconventional um restaurant industry role and uh you know just being in that unconventional mode um and and listening to your stories um you know even though it's outside of entertainment really inspires me every day and um you know I just want to thank you I listen to you every morning I listen to you every night and um never gets old so appreciate you Keep doing what you're doing, and thank you so much. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Today, hi, my name is Carrie, and I'm here with my girlfriend, Kathy. Uh, We're gay, and also, today, I am an insurance agent, and I was sitting with this lady, and her shirt pocket starts moving, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And you know what was in her pocket? Take a guess. I'll give you a second. Is it a banana? The motherfucking popping bitch. Also, my mom's water broke in a 7-Eleven. And also, the dinosaur thing at the stadium. Her water Fuck that. Why? What do you mean? My mom had two children. Oh. Well, Anywho, uh, the, the stadium thing with the dinosaurs, don't pay for that. Unless you're going to fill your car up with 15 drunk people and also have a margarita dealer in the trunk. But also, don't put them in the trunk if you don't have a hatchback. Taylor, what dinosaur? <laughs> you remember on Christmas?